0: This episode is brought to you by my new upcoming totally free live masterclass titled the most common legal and tax mistakes at each stage of business and how you can avoid them. On this masterclass, you'll learn whether it's time for you to go from a sole proprietorship to an LLC or from an LLC to an S corp, or if you have an S corp, how you can make sure that you're running it correctly. You will also learn how to get more profitable in a snap and put your taxes on autopilot, as well as how to make sure you're owning the CEO role in your business and managing the growth of your business without the fear that IRS hate mail or nasty lawsuits are gonna come your way. Also, at the end of the class, you'll officially be invited to join the spring 2021 class of Unfuck Your Biz. There will be a special bonus available only to those that attend the master class. So if you're curious about the program or know that you need to get a head start on avoiding these legal and tax mistakes we're going to talk about, join us at www.unfuckyourbiz.com where you can register. See you there. Well, hello there, friend, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, this is your host, Braden. And on today's episode, I want to share with you one of my, I don't know, you'd maybe call it like one of my mantras, slogans, words of wisdoms. No, that does not that does not work as a plural, but something that I remind myself all the time because it's something that I need to hear. And I always tell myself, this is the this is the quote. This is the quote that you can write <laughs> that you can write down, share with friends, all that good stuff your systems are only as good as your ability to manage them. So I'm going to repeat that one more time. Your systems are only as good as your ability to manage them. So this is a fun analogy I have for you. Have you ever bought a refrigerator full of produce only to toss it all out one month later? So maybe you like ate one apple and now all the other apples are rotting with like the peaches and the blackberries and the blueberries and all 20 of the different greens you bought because you were really well intentioned and you went a little uh, overboard. Let's say when you went shopping, maybe you thought you'd commit to healthy eating for a little while, but you know, then one night you're like out a little late with friends. So you eat with them. And then the next night you're like, Oh, you wait too long. And now I'm, Oh, I'm really, really hungry. So I'm just going to heat up the chicken nuggets. And then the next night you finally go and open the refrigerator and you're almost just overwhelmed with options. Like, what's the difference between broccoli Rob, and kale and like arugula and what am I going to do with all this bullshit? And it's just a little too much. Right. And then maybe you do start to get into it. So you're like, okay, okay. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to wake up and then I'm going to make, I'm going to make green juice every morning and I'm going to have green juice and like granola for breakfast. And I'm going to eat all my, like take all my vitamins and supplements and then I'll have like a fruit snack in between breakfast and lunch. And then a lunch, I'm you know, definitely going to make some like farro whole grains with some greens. And then I'm going to have another healthy snack. And then for dinner, I got to make some lean protein and like another salad. And at the end of the day, it's just too overwhelming. It's too much. We get way in over our heads and we can't keep up with it. So the, the idea here is, this is what I tell myself all the time, and like when our alumni membership people, so uh, we have an Unfuck Your Biz alumni membership, we recently were book clubbing Atomic Habits, and this is one of the concepts that I think about and always share, is that we can't just wake up one day and expect to be like a whole different person, right? So if we're eating you know, like a bowl of cereal for breakfast every day and skipping lunch and then just like eating frozen food for dinner. We can't just expect to wake up the next day and do something entirely different, right? That's the whole concept of Atomic Habits, introducing like little subtle changes. But what I find is that we do this same thing in business. We think to ourselves okay, I need to get a really robust workflow for onboarding my clients. So we get set up with the Dubsado and then we get in there and we spend like an entire weekend or like four days building out a 28-step workflow. And then we get our first client inquiry. And by step five, we're like, oh, Jesus Christ, what have I done? This person has fallen out of my funnel. Like I send them too many emails or maybe... Maybe the workflow was working great, but there was like too much on your end to manage. It got overcomplicated in your own brain. Or maybe you sign up for Trello or Asana and you're like, I'm going to create 15 or 34 different projects in Asana to help manage all of the different aspects of my business. And I'm going to have my team go through this. We're going to have SOPs for everything. And you realize within three weeks it's too much. Like it's it's just too much to keep up with. What you've done is you've created extra work for yourself that you now can't manage. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because we do the same thing when it comes to the legal and tax aspects of our business. We do it across really every area of our business. I see people who do this with their bookkeeping. They get really well intentioned and then they go sign up for QuickBooks. And they create like all the their chart account chart of accounts and all these subcategories. And then they realize what they've done is they've created a really complicated system that's hard to maintain. Or maybe they've tried to set up the system, but they don't actually know how to run it. And then by the end of the year, they're going to come and talk to someone like me. And I used to look at people's QuickBooks accounts. I don't do this anymore. But we take a look at it and I would say, okay, well, I've only been looking at this for three minutes and I already see about eight things that are misclassified. And we have only gotten through halfway through the month of January, like month of January of last year. So I know that your QuickBooks is going to be a hot mess express and it's going to take way too long to fix this. That's what happens, right? When we get in... Over our head with our bookkeeping. I also see business owners who overcomplicate things with their legal structure. So maybe they're a brand new business owner with no clients and they form an S-corp because one of their friends said, S-corps are the best. You have to have an S-corp. Or they got really bad advice from an attorney who doesn't understand taxes and told them to form an S-corp. Or they got bad advice from an accountant who also surprisingly like, doesn't understand taxes that well you'd be surprised like if you've ever taken a, if you ever taken an accounting class in college go back and ask yourself how much you learned about taxes in that class nothing because tax accounting is like a whole separate course anyway that's a tangent we don't need to go down so the reason why this happens is because when you get on S corp you have to pay yourself a salary and that salary has to be a quote unquote reasonable salary under the law and it's based on your experience, your geographic area, multiple factors. And when you get yourself on that salary, you actually have to pay yourself through payroll. So I pay myself on payroll through Gusto. I have a Gusto account. I run my payroll twice a month on the 1st and the 15th of each month. Gusto is going to automatically withdraw the money from my business bank account, withhold the taxes, send the taxes where it needs to go, deposit that money then into my personal bank account. And then Gusto also files all my payroll taxes. And it took me about three years to work up to the point where I felt like I had consistent and Enough revenue to put myself on a salary. Now, S Corps do help us save taxes. That's something that I'm going to talk about on our free masterclass, which I think I plugged at the beginning of this episode. I'll plug it again at the end. Make sure you sign up. Um, But in the meantime, like what I want you to understand is that S Corps are not going to be great for everyone. They're usually not ideal for small businesses unless you know that you're going to be getting a lot of business, like right off the bat. So That's one mistake that people will make. They make uh, additional mistakes with their contracts. You know, they're brand new in business and decide that they're going to get like a 20-page contract. And then they don't even know what's in their contract. If you don't know what's in it, you can't enforce it. And then you go to edit it for each client and you realize that there's a lot of stuff in there. Or really the problem is you don't realize that there's a lot of stuff in there that should be edited or deleted for different clients. So, Really, the the takeaway here today is I want you to consider that most things are not nearly as complicated as we think there are, or at least they don't need to be nearly as complicated. There's a a time and a place for really sophisticated systems. There's a time and a place for advanced tax strategies, advanced legal strategies, but we have to work our way there. We got to master the basics and we have to build upon that. Like that's how we learn everything, right? Like that's how we learn math. Like let's start with learning our numbers. I don't know how elementary math curriculum works, but you know, let's just say we, we learn by counting. Like first we learn to count, then we learn simple addition, then subtraction, then multiplication, then division. We work our way up to eventually, you know, we're taking calculus or whatever. So let's not try to introduce the like systems equivalent of calculus in our business on day one if we've never run a business. So get back to the basics, think about simplicity, ask yourself, what are the essentials that I need to figure out and cover in my business? Overcomplication, like I mentioned, can happen in all sorts of areas. So that's why these essentials are super important. And then we add our complexities one layer at a time. This is why I designed a framework that I teach. So it's the Unfuck Your Biz framework. And the way that it works is in step one, you learn all of the key things that you, you need to learn. So in the framework, I teach you exactly how our taxes are actually calculated so that you understand what goes into the tax calculation. We learn all about different legal structures so you understand, well, what actually is the difference between a sole proprietorship, an LLC, a general partnership, uh, S Corp, a C Corp, all that kind of stuff. So then that way, if one person on the inter- internet tells you to go form your S Corp, you can say, Well, hold up, Barb, like I'm not quite ready. Like I know what that is and I know when to go seek additional help to do that. Then after that, we get into back taxes and business formation mistakes. So if you have Issues with those, you can create systems to fix them. Then we get into business formation. After you legally form your business and form the correct structure, we talk about cash flow and opening your bank accounts. Once you get your cash flow dialed in, you put your taxes on autopilot. Now we're going to look into your contract and your other systems, like your bookkeeping, to make sure that that's all done correctly. And this is all done in a specific order because they build upon... One another, right? Like, we're not going to introduce a super, super specific cash flow system before we've opened the bank account. We're not going to open the bank account until you formed your LLC because the LLC needs to be the owner of the bank account. Like, there's steps that these need to go into. And then I also like to teach people, like, what should you be doing? So, back to the bookkeeping example, do you want to do QuickBooks? Is it time to hire an actual bookkeeper or can you do something simpler? Like, I think it surprises a lot of people to learn that for newer business owners especially, I tell them just to use a spreadsheet. Is the spreadsheet like the best solution? Well, actually, some, sometimes, yeah. If it's the best solution that you can actually maintain or if it's the solution that you can best maintain, it is the best solution. That's the way that I look at it. The IRS doesn't really care how you do your bookkeeping. You could do it in a notebook with a pen and paper. Do I recommend that? No. But a, spread, a spreadsheet, a little bit more formal, a lot easier for newer business owners to manage. And if that's going to keep you from fucking up your QuickBooks account and making your taxis an absolute disaster, let's do that. If you're like, you know what? I am committed to having somewhat complicated systems and I'm going to take the time to learn the system, then something like QuickBooks is great. Because then, then I would argue that you're not creating an overly complicated system because... It's not complicated for you because you're going to take the time to learn it. I don't think that really made sense, but maybe, maybe you stuck with me there. So that's my message for you today. Don't let yourself get stuck with overcomplication. Do not let your progress get halted because you think that you need super, super complicated systems for everything in your business. Keep things simple. Like if you need to use free Google forms to get information from your clients rather than using like a super complicated and robust CRM right now, do that. If you need to use a spreadsheet to do your bookkeeping, do that. And then introduce one layer of complexity at a time until you build up really, really efficient, streamlined, sophisticated systems. Now, if you want to learn more about the S-Corp stuff, if you want to learn more about what I recommend for cash flow management and bookkeeping, if you want to learn like what an LLC actually is and if you need one, I'm going to be talking about all of these things in more detail. <clears throat> excuse me, with step by step guidance on my free masterclass. Go to unfuckyourbiz.com to register. It's going to be really really fun. Uh, we're going to be there live, so you can ask me questions live. I only do these um, twice a year, once in the spring and once in the fall. So. If you're curious to learn from me, I would love to see you there. At the end of the masterclass, I will also be uh, giving out my invitation to come and join the spring class of Unfuck Your Biz. So if you've been curious what my programs are all about, definitely come and join. Like, There's gonna be no pressure for you to join the course if you're not ready, but I will share with you what it's all about. And also if you are interested in joining the course, there's a special bonus that you get if you join live on the masterclass. I know most marketers probably wouldn't wouldn't share that. They keep it a surprise. Um, but I like for people to feel prepared. So if you've been on the fence about joining in the past and you think that you might want to join this time, I want you to come to the masterclass ready to potentially join the program. If you're interested, don't worry. You'll still have several days after the masterclass to join if you want to think about it. But either way, I hope to see you there. It's going to be very fun, very educational. And uh, thanks again for tuning into the podcast.